there are three mistakes I see over and over again for business owners who are trying to create some meaningful lead generation from their podcast. And today we're going to break down all three. Welcome to the More Profitable Podcast with Stacey Harris. I'm Stacey, and this is the spot to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and tools you need to build your more profitable podcast. My team and I work every day with podcasters like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of your sales team, because your show should be built to generate and convert leads. So let's get into it. Welcome, welcome. I'm stoked to be here. I'm excited. It was this episode really came out of I have so little backstory. I live in Orange County, California, which if you don't know, is right between LA County and San Diego County. So if you think if you if you hear I live in Southern California and think, oh, you live in LA. No, I live south of there. Oh, you live in San Diego. No, I live north of there. That's where I live. I live in Orange County, uh, California. I love it here. But sometimes I drive up to LA to do things specifically a lot of like networking events. Uh, I've been doing this a lot lately and it's about an hour and a half, two hour drive, uh, depending on traffic, which if you hear the word traffic in Southern California, you understand that this, this is, this is a real thing. Uh, so I have been really upping my podcast game, which means I've been listening to podcasts I don't I don't necessarily normally listen to. And I like to do this pretty regularly. I'll go check in on shows that are not in my normal rotation who are the shows I know do things well. Uh, and I'll see, it's like, what does just the market look like? What does the space look like? And so I went and listened to several hours of, of a variety of shows that I don't normally listen to. I just searched I picked a topic and I searched. Now, I did choose uh, topics and shows that were inside of my particular target market. We're looking at service-based business owners. We're looking at shows where the intent of the show is to generate leads, to generate sales, to generate, educate, and convert, right? Fit clients, you know, just like this show is, just like your show is, just like the shows we produce are. And I wanted to see what was happening in this space for shows that we're not touching. And I was once again reminded of the three mistakes that I see every time I do something like this. Every time I spend some time listening to shows that I don't normally listen to, just seeing what's out there. I listen to some shows that were really new. I listen to some shows that have been around for a year plus. And these three mistakes existed in very nearly every single one of them. And honest to goodness, it's not the podcaster's fault. It's not the host's fault. A lot of this stuff is being presented incorrectly. They're, they're, you know, taking bits of information that they hear in Instagram reels or on TikTok or seeing a LinkedIn post and building a podcast routine out of it. And I said podcast routine instead of podcast strategy for a very specific reason. With that, uh, I want to remind you, if you've not yet signed up to join us for the Podcasting for Profitability Roundtable, we're doing another one in June and we're going to focus our conversation around monetization. I am playing, I'm going to be playing with some cool, some ideas, some, 
some additional ways to monetize this summer. And we're going to use this roundtable as sort of the starting point of that experiment, meaning uh, we're going to be talking about what my experiment will be. Uh, and then I will kick off the experiment and we'll do another roundtable in the fall and talk about the outcomes of that experiment. Uh, successes, failures, all of it, because I have absolutely no context for what's going to happen. Uh, I have no expectations for what's going to happen, uh, but I'm excited to play with it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So head on over to uncommonlymore.com slash roundtable to join me to talk about monetization. We'll also be talking, I'll be completely clear and honest and transparent with you. We'll also be talking about the traditional way of monetizing, which is doing what we do with this show, which we talk about all the time. But we'll talk a little bit about that in the roundtable as well. Again, uncommonlymore.com slash roundtable to reserve your spot. It's totally free. I'm really excited. With that, let's get into the first mistake business owners make when trying to generate meaningful leads. And you've heard me say this. We have a whole episode called your show is not for you. I don't even know if that's that's what it's titled. I will link it in the show notes, but it's all about your podcast not being about you. Yet somehow this number one mistake still has to be they're creating content for themselves. And I want to get more specific here because this actually manifests itself in two ways. I saw this sort of show up in two different ways as I reviewed these shows. It's either because they must be consistent and it's time to release something so that for them, so that they can maintain their consistency, they get to check the box they created for themselves. They're going to say something and put it out without any real intent, without any real purpose, without any real focus. It's literally just filling a vacuum. It's literally just checking a box. And this comes from... If you Google three mistakes business owners make or mistakes business owners make podcasting or anything like that, you are going to see inconsistency as one of the mistakes. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's absolutely true. If you want to see your podcast grow, if you want to see your podcast impact your business's bottom line, you do need to be consistent. But consistency for the sake of consistency is for you, not the listener. Consistency for the sake of consistency is for you. Consistency for the sake of continually delivering strategic content that helps you build a relationship with the listener is for them. Because it becomes about how do I consistently show up and nurture this person, serve this person. That is the intent of consistency that is for them and for not you. And the other way this shows up that's equally pervasive is they focus on what's interesting to them right now and not what the listener needs to know next. So when I'm going to fill this vacuum, I'm saying, oh, this was an interesting thing I saw last week. And maybe I tangentially connect it to some piece of value for you. But it came out of a desire for me to tell a story, not out of a desire for me to deliver content. 
not out of a story or out of a, a drive to help you better understand what the next step is so that you can actually see the results, the other side, the relief from the problem, whatever the case may be. That is is a big difference. And when I'm show I, this episode stems from a story, right? I was I've been I've been commuting back and forth up to LA for events these last few weeks and I have been listening to a ton of new shows in an effort to get some perspective and get a feel for what's happening in the market because it's really easy for me to choose my 10 favorite shows and that's what I listen to week in and week out, right? That's really easy to do. It's also really easy for me to be somebody who goes and hides in my, my what I call B2C, my entertainment podcast, right? It's really easy for me to go hide in shows that are not going to scratch my work brain. But I intentionally went and, and looked at what was going on, did my work as a business owner, put in my biz dev time. That's, what, that's how I consider this. And that created a story for me to onboard into this conversation, but it's a story that's relevant to you. It is a story that gives you context for how I identified what I'm going to share for you. That's where we're talking about this being something that is for you and not for me. If I wanted to jump in here and talk about just what I thought was interesting, even in the podcast space, even if I kept it in the context of podcasting, I'll be honest, I would be talking about something very different than this today. Because yes, this is interesting to me. It's why I do what I do for a living. But it's not the thing I'm, you know, obsessed with right now. It's not, my little ADHD brain can only describe it as, this is not my sort of hyper-focus du jour. This is not, you know, a, a fun update about me. It is something that helps you identify how to make your show better. It is something that helps you understand how we approach podcasting and uncommonly more so that you can go, oh, cool. We have a values alignment. I'm, this is, this is who I want to work with. I'm going to grab a podcast strategy intensive so Stacy and I can build the 12 week schedule for me. I'm going to talk to Stacy about production because I'm ready to really invest in making my show a tool that sits in my sales system. That's the difference. That's the nuance. You're able to identify why this content is here for you. Not just, I like Stacy and I'll listen to her ramble for 20 minutes. Which is what podcast hosts are doing when they show up and record something because it's this day and it's time for something to go out and it's what podcast hosts are doing when they go, well, I don't know what I want to talk about, but I, be, I just read this book and that was interesting and so now I'm going to share it. Without being able to meaningfully tie it to why that's relevant and or valuable for you. And this is the number one mistake I see. The number two mistake I see business owners making when they are trying to generate 
right fit clients from their podcast is they're focusing too much on and heavy on the air quotes value. We hear this language a lot. This is going to be an episode that's really valuable for you. On my podcast, we really focus on value for the listener. And that value is really them just teaching how they do their job. They are just saying, here's what I, there's, here's how we do everything. I'm just going to value you into submission. I, I don't want to be salesy, so there won't be a call to action. Or I don't want to be salesy, but I know there needs to be a call to action. So in the pre-recorded outro, there'll be like a, and if this episode, and if now is the right time to work with me, click through. They're focusing on trying to prove how smart they are instead of helping the listener identify their own readiness. A values alignment between the listener and the host. A clear next step that helps them move forward in solving the problem that caused them to show up to the podcast episode in the first place. I like to believe that this show is valuable and I have the emails and the DMs to support that belief, but it's not valuable because I sit here and teach you how to do my job. We talk a lot about how we approach podcasting. We talk a lot about some of the things we avoid. We talk a lot about why we do things or why we don't do things. And that's why it's valuable. It's valuable because I share the perspective we approach things with. It's valuable because I tell you what's next. It's valuable because you and I are building a relationship. We spend time together. We hang out. It's valuable because I've got people in my DMs after this episode releases saying, oh yeah, I used to really do too. Or, oh, three really resonated with me. Or, oh, thank you for this reminder. It's been really hard and I've been absolutely in a space where I'm just creating content for the sake of creating content because I am stuck in the hamster wheel of the podcast to-dos. And in hearing that, I went, I've got to get out of this hamster wheel. This is how I'm going to do it. That's why this show is valuable. Not because I come on here week in and week out and go, here's how to build your content strategy. Here are the three episodes you need to create tomorrow. Now, do I have episodes that are like, I think we've got one and I'll link it in the show notes. It's like three episodes every podcaster, every business owner needs to create. Yeah, because those are the episode types We have our clients create. We work with our clients to build for themselves. That's there for a reason. Not because it's here's your content plan for the next 30 days. But because these are the ways we think about podcasting. These are the tools we use. It's pre-client education. It's teaching the listener what the client experience is, what the process is. And absolutely, 100%, yes, some people will run with that and do it themselves. And that's awesome. If that is all they needed to get where they were going, I'm so grateful I provided it. And I'm so glad that they took action on it. 
But in most cases, if you are DIYing your show, you will reach a point where that is no longer sustainable. Because there is so much to do, you end up in a cycle, that hamster wheel of to-dos, and you end up doing number one, which is creating content for the sake of creating content. The, the I have to be consistent and I have to get an episode out, so here it goes. And in doing that, you end up drowning people in value, trying to prove how smart you are, trying to prove how much you know. Because if I just prove to them how smart I am, if I just prove to them how much I know, I can value them into hiring me. And that is not reality. It simply isn't. The show is valuable because you're building a relationship that moves them through the process of deciding it's the right time and it's the right fit. Does that mean that every single person gets trained into believing that? No. It means that the people who aren't the right fit or for the people who it's not the right time, they go their own way. So if it's not the right fit, they fall off my email list. They fall off my, my podcast subscriber. They stop listening to the show. For the people who it's not the right time, they keep listening to the show, they keep hearing it, and when it is the right time, we're still in touch, we're still engaged, we're still connected, I'm still right in front of them. That's what you have to be remembering. The number three mistake that I want to wrap up with is the content is distracting instead of nurturing. I talk a lot about the fact that we think about guests differently. I frequently (laughs) discourage our clients from having guests. Does that mean that no show should have guests? Does that mean that there is no place for podcast guest strategy? Absolutely not. No, 100% no. In fact, recently we had a podcast strategy intensive client where when we wrapped up our day, like two thirds of their content plan was guests. But guess what? There's two different guest types and both of those guest types serve a purpose in that strategy. The purpose isn't just creating another episode. Coming back to number one, it's not just about filling in the content plan. It's not just about checking the boxes and get episodes done and I don't want to talk to myself. That's not what it is. The purpose is in creating a win-win situation. It's not about, ooh, if I have this guest on, maybe they'll share with their audience and maybe they'll care enough to click through and maybe I'll grow my show. It is, ooh, this topic that I want to discuss is maybe not all that interesting when I sit here and talk about it myself. I wonder if I have a colleague or a friend or a, uh, a vendor or a, somebody on my team who maybe having this conversation together would really help. Maybe it's a colleague. It's somebody who does something very similar to you but serves a different niche or has a, offers a slightly different perspective and you want to come in and have a conversation that's maybe going to be less interesting or maybe going to be a heavier topic And having it as a dialogue is going to be beneficial. Maybe it's a guest who you refer people who are a poor fit to work with you to all the time. Because again, they serve a different niche. 
They have a slightly different perspective. A great example of this in this show would be if I brought on a podcast producer who specifically worked with podcast hosts looking to grow their show and monetize their show through sponsorship. That's not something we do. If our clients end up having some sort of sponsor relationship, fantastic. But that's not the primary intent of our shows. The primary intent of the shows we work through are to build uh, business relationships, sell products that come from their company. They're self-sponsored, so to speak. Uh, and that may be happening through like upgraded subscription content that may be happening through courses that may be happening through services, but it's happening direct from you. Meaning there's not a third party I'm promoting and my listenership goes and buys stuff from them and I get a kickback on the backside, more of an affiliate kind of setup. It's not this brand really wants to, uh, you know, advertise on my show. And so that's how we monetize. That may be, again, something that some portion of our shows have as a component as one of the ways they monetize, but it is not the primary intent of their show. So when they have guests on, it's not about giving the listeners a, a parade of distractions a parade of other things that might be interesting to them. It's still having those focused conversations that help them identify readiness, that help them see how you are the solution to their problem or not the solution to their problem. It helps them identify that there is a values fit and it helps them move forward to purchase from you. This is absolutely critical as you're building out your show to remember. As you're inviting guests on for you to remember. You'll notice, and we talk about this, that this show does not have a lot of guests. And when we do, they tend to be clients of the agency talking about working with us. We've certainly had some outliers, but there was a strategic reason for that too. In fact, we're going to be resharing one of those episodes next month. Uh, we are gearing up for June. We're going to be talking all about private podcasting. All about it. In fact, private podcasting is one of the things we're going to be talking about in our monetization experiment at the roundtable. Just as a heads up. Uncommonlymore.com slash roundtable. But we're going to be talking all about private podcasting. And we're going to feature an episode we ran, I think, last year with Lindsay Padilla of Hello Audio, which is the tool we're an affiliate for, we recommend and we use not just for the podcast newsroom, our private podcast, but also whenever we've done build-outs for clients of private podcasts, and we've done several. And so it's a natural fit to have Lindsay on to talk about ways to use private podcasting. It's not a distraction. It helps me explain and share all of the ways that a private podcasting private podcast could fit into your business. There has to be a reason the guest is there. There has to be a intent, a value for the listener that that guest is on the show. Not just because they submitted a guest form, not just because you need to fill the guest's quota not because you hope it might help grow your show.
but because it sits in your strategy for a reason. I'm now putting my soapbox away. I know this was helpful and I want to hear from you. So reach out, send me a DM, drop me an email, whatever. Let me know which one of these really resonated for you. Because we all do this. This is episode 602. Guess what? I've done all of these at some point. And not just in the first 10 episodes of my show. There are times, even now, where I have fallen into one of these pieces. It shows up for all of us sometimes. When you're doing something that's a long game, when you're doing something that is a big lift, these mistakes will happen. It doesn't mean your show is ruined. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It does mean it is imperative that you are proactively building a plan and a strategy and working a process to keep these mistakes as minimal and as infrequent as possible. And a really good way to do that is work with a podcast production team that helps support you in that. Get out of the to-do hamster wheel. Get out of the middle of the forest trying to see the trees and get some perspective when building that plan. Quarter after quarter, month after month, week after week. If that sounds interesting to you, and I expect that it does, head on over to uncommonlymore.com, check out our podcast production services, and let's, let's talk about how we can get you some support so that we can be minimizing mistakes like these and be using your show to generate meaningful and right fit clients. I will see you right back here next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about podcast strategy intensives or what podcast production looks like with our team. All of that is over at uncommonlymore.com. And if you haven't yet signed up for the podcast newsroom, I want to remind you that is a great next step. If you're not really sure what comes next, hang out over there, get those exclusive private episodes. That's over at podcastnewsroom.com. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important for sure, is to leave a rating or review for this show. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash more, that's the easiest way to do it. But I would love to hear what you thought of the show, what you think of the show, and if the show has been helpful for you. I can't wait to chat with you. So this is just the start of the conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon. Thank you.